0: And on that note, I want to welcome everybody of the world, according to Ben, Jim, and Jeremy Stein, who will be in in a few seconds. Running a little late, Rob, but you're never late. You're always early. It's your, it's your nickname, Always Early, I'm Rob. Right I'm here right now. I'm here right now. Oh, there he is. He got a great haircut, Ben. Great, fabulous haircut. From a barber, a woman barber who is
1: incredibly talented. And does this haircut in less than two minutes?
0: I'm Ben. I'm surprised it takes two minutes. Okay. Well,
1: actually, I have a lot of hair. The odd thing. It's it's called.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. But it's a machine that buzzes over. It's like this. I know. I know. I know. Okay. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. You get the drift. But it looks great. God bless you, sir. No matter you, sir. what.
1: And God bless you, Rob. You look great. Jeff, uh, Jeff, wait, where's Jeff? Joe, Jeff's
0: over here. Jeff's over here. And Judas, you look fine. Thank you. And it's Judah. And I want to welcome every bit of the world, according to Ben Stein, joining us tonight, as always, Rob Kendall from 931 WIBC, the president of Conservative Talk Radio. Bam. Rob Kendall. You know who stinks, Judah?
2: <laughs> the Braves bullpen. That's who stinks. Wait a minute. Don't
1: tell me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Were you betting against LA?
2: I did, and I had it one in the eighth <laughs> inning, Ben. There's I no had so it so won. There's
0: no such thing in, in sports betting as I had it. That's the great, that's the great gambler. That's the great gambler uh, slogan. I had it. Uh, I had it called. It's, 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 I was a point away. And of course, the show wouldn't be complete without America's humble servant, actor, writer, provocateur, saint, a lover, father, grandfather, economist, mathematician, statistician. But most importantly, Dr. Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Beware of these hands. Beware of these
1: hands. If you have ever done anything wrong in your lives,
0: these hands will find you. there you are that is a threat and i want to remind everybody that's listening on this via podcast to subscribe to our rumble channel all you got to do is go to rumble click channel and subscribe to ben stein and also subscribe to our email benstein.substack.com everybody that knows me knows that i uh i'm not a luxurious person ben stein when we go to lunch or dinner i don't order the most expensive thing yeah
1: unlike some i could mention
0: but we won't. I'm very, uh, I'm very, no, it's not, I enjoy what I enjoy and it doesn't always have to be the most expensive thing. I don't, God I don't, bless you, sir. God I'm bless not you the sir. Robin Leach of people. Oh, God bless and, you,
1: sir. Ben, sir. Ben, who's the most elitist celebrity you've ever gone to lunch with? Oh, uh, let me think for a moment. I think that would probably be, just a second, I think that would probably be John Gregory Dunn, who a very, was a very, very talented, a uh, screenwriter and novelist and essayist, and a very very smart guy who was always teasing me because I wasn't as rich as he was. But uh, he was a very very uh, elitist guy, but a very nice guy, and I liked him a lot. Really, yes, because really yes. he died, he nothing, died no, early. I was really sad.
0: Nothing says niceness like elitist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but everybody's nice to Ben Stein, and uh, I would not love true to-
1: actually not true. Where is it? Because you are sports guys, I will tell you that today at lunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel, which is where I typically have lunch, I saw the owner of a very, very, very successful sports team, very successful, and he smiled at me, and I I smiled at him. I've known him for a really long time, and and I went over to talk to him at his booth uh, before we left, and uh, he he looked at me like I might as well have been a fly landing on his plate.
0: So, uh, yeah, that's an elitist. Well, he's probably a liberal or a Democrat, and he looks at you as as the enemy. And uh, on think- that note, but getting back to it, let me, let's, let's just get back to... Uh, I right, beg your pardon, sir. Back, back to... Beg your Because the title of the show tonight is Where's My Oregano? And, I uh, <clears throat> like I said... Is Oregano liberal-
1: a waxative?
0: <laughs> You're very funny. Uh, but like I said, not luxurious, but I do enjoy certain condiments. That's my luxury is condiments. And I cannot find oregano. I don't want people shipping me oregano if they have it, but I cannot find oregano. And I was in the store last night in Kroger's where Ralph's Ben, as you know, is medium price store. And my favorite drink is Diet Ginger Ale by Canada Dry. And they had one case left. I haven't been able to find this in 12 packs of sodas. It was eight dollars. Was that a lot or a little, Ben? That is double what it was a year ago. Wow! Action. Now let's go back. What is oregano? I want to ask Robert. It's Dandel. a spice. It's a. It's a spice. It's All a. I know of course rob knows what oregano everybody knows what oregano is ben it's it's but get ben getting back to my point (laughs) uh this is really i and i didn't get the soda it was eight dollars i just refused to spend the eight dollars on a case of soda Uh, and i know obviously some people are spending it and it's not just about soda before the show i was discussing with rob that gas has gone up a dollar in indianapolis ben stein in indiana and when you the average median income there is 56 for a family and 30 for a single person, and you have a car that has 15 gallons, that that $15, Ben, is really starting to add up for people.
1: Well, if I may say so with respect, I think gasoline is an incredible bargain. If you think of what how much work it is to go out in the desert or horrible mountains or swamps under the ocean. And drill have leeches, giant squid attach themselves to, okay, to your head.
0: Okay, dis- I have to humbly dis—I have to humbly disagree wherever you're going with this. And sorry to and interrupt think, you. Ben. I'm
1: sorry. It's a lot of work to, to bring oil to the surface, refine it, I put it in trucks, put it to bring it to to, to uh, pipelines, and then send it to. Uh, refineries and then bring it to gas stations and uh, sell it to you. And surely awful people refuse to wipe your windshield. And, at, and, and
0: and in California, where we choose to live, it's $5.50 $5. 50 a gallon. Is on, that unleaded? Unleaded. Yeah. 81. I, I mean, 87, <laughs> 81. But Ben, getting back to it, it, the oil companies are making plenty of money. They they are some of the richest Never day. enough. Ben, are you are you are you joking? Are you trying to piss off everybody that listens to no, the show? No, I don't. I, hmm.
1: Why why would I care how much an oil company makes? Oil companies are not owned by the Rockefellers anymore, Judah. They're owned by pension funds of retired people. Like yes, and me. retired
0: people can't afford to drive because gas. The people that live, are living on Social Security. Cannot afford the you cannot afford the extra costs that are that we didn't need to be in in the first place. Well, wait, there are right, no, there, no. But ben there getting? You have no, the no.
1: Essence. There you have the essence. Mr. No, but the essence should, should be you everything. fighting
0: for people. Ben, the essence should be because you could afford it.
1: No, the essence is that Joe Biden, who has his head so far up his butt, he will never be able to see air again, purposely made gasoline go way up. Why? I don't know. But I assume because he hates the oil business. But it's crazy. It's crazy. There's no reason, there's no reason why oil shouldn't have stayed low.
0: It's crazy of him to do that. And that's sort of my point, Rob. To the average American, this the gas increases, the increases at the grocery stores, at a certain point, it's too damn much.
2: Yeah, not to not to brag, but I'm making more than the median income in the state of Indiana because I'm a very high profile, powerful radio talk show and host. And just so
0: everybody knows the median income is thirty grand for single people. So there you are, Rob. Go ahead.
1: Are you a single man?
0: Uh, well, yes, I have a woman associate, but I mean, I'm I'm not married. He's not. He wouldn't be considered in the median. But go on, Rob.
2: The, uh, so I did a little experiment, uh, last week. I put $13 of gas in my car and I said, I want to see how long $13 will last me. I was able to get, and I drive a glorified golf cart, so I'm not driving some giant SUV truck. Okay.
1: Tell us the truth. What are you driving? It's a, it's a Nissan.
2: So, I mean, it's a, go on with your story. So it gets 35 to 40 miles a gallon, depending on where I'm driving. That's really good. I was able to get to and from work in downtown Indianapolis three times on thirteen dollars. So driving for a person who can afford gas, if it goes up a little bit, and driving a very small car with high fuel efficiency, I was able to get to work two or three times. I can't imagine what people who are on the margins are doing, especially if you don't drive a super fuel-efficient car, which I think is the goal of all this, isn't well,
1: it? Well, I, I, I don't think. I think the goal is partly that but i think there's actual sick hostility to the oil companies on the part of the people around mr biden why they should be angry at the oil companies i have no idea the oil companies are not owned by feudal barons like the rockefellers they're owned by pension funds who need the money that the oil companies make and pay out in dividends in order to support the lives of their owners they're not owned by pig power structure capitalist swine they're owned by ordinary citizens
2: i should point out one week out of the month because dryer and Reinbold bmw a fabulous car dealership in indianapolis is my sponsor i get to drive a bmw now that that takes the premium gas which is not in my wheelhouse but i make it work uh
0: you see but ben no there you raise a better point because the fr- because fracking with and the pipeline and all that stuff the oil companies have been forced to raise prices. That is the better way of saying it. The oil no, companies maybe. aren't doing this to punish citizens.
1: I think, and I may say this: No, I, I don't think the oil companies ever do it to punish citizens. Um, I think the pig power structure in Washington hates the oil companies because they generally support conservatives as uh, long, long, long ago were the uh, captains of the Rockefellers, or long, long, long ago Republicans. I guess some might still be. Um, and uh, they, it's a political vendetta against the Rockefellers and the oil companies, many of whom are run by Texans. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to do this. There is just no sense to doing it at all, except vengefulness and mean-spiritedness on the part of the Democrat party. And th- that is a shameful way to manage an economy.
0: And, and not to mention, one of the biggest issues we're having is with trucks, obviously, and the supply chain and all that, which we've brought up. And I was reading this story in Washington state where, um, but people don't realize this, and, and I don't sometimes think everybody on this path. You know, we don't always realize it. Let's just say, but um, the emergency, uh, the ambulances. Let's say the 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 glass repair for the you know because the you know ambulances and gets gets damaged a lot with driving around, whether it's stones hitting the car, whatever it may be. They're having a hard time replacing. They're going to have a, 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 an a, an ambulance crisis because they can't find. The materials, one or two materials needed to 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 get the glass for their um, their their. Well, front.
1: Wait a minute. isn't one of the main ingredients sand? So why can't they just get the sand it's, out of their golf courses?
0: It's it's not just sand, Ben. But that's a I good. I'm kidding. a joke. Okay uh but but, nice. but I, I up. No, you know i, I never I, at this point ben you don't know if you're joking or not you know you're, you're i don't know myself but getting back to it even if we get trucks on the road the amount of gas that these trucks are going to need the amount of money that's going to fill the fill up these truck tanks these the the, the 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 gas tanks on the trucks is going to be astronomical okay, well, man, I, Okay. i'm sorry i'm sorry rob I beg well
2: I-, I was just gonna say real quick i think the most frustrating part is not just the condition of the country right now but the fact that the people in charge don't seem to have any sense of urgency in terms of wow things are really bad people are getting really harmed let's hurry up and try to fix this they don't seem to care at all
0: no they don't
1: in fact quite the contrary rob i think they figure it's not bad enough and we have to make it worse you have to make the ordinary citizens scream, "Uncle!" I, I, you know, I go back to uh, our friend uh, Mrs. Clinton, who said something like uh, re- referring to the voters uh, working uh, against her that they, 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 were deplorables. Was it was that the phrase yes, it was yes, "deplorable"? Yes, uh, The the Democrat Party uh, elites, the aristocrats of the Democrat Party, really do think that the uh, Republican pe- people are uh, not. Uh, not really rich Republicans but uh, Republican people are smelly people in the aisles at, uh, at Walmart they do not respect them and they would like to humiliate them they don't like them there's there, there, there is a large category of voters from the Democrat Party elite just don't like
0: and, and you brought and-, and you brought that it's a very good word okay for describing that party which a lot of people would we've described the republican country club as elitist but there's it's a different form of of elitism in a sense and this is where we're intellectually better than you where 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 and and i really do believe you're right that they want to watch people suffer I, I i i also in these bigger cities their mass transportation is far better than, then maybe let's say Indiana. I'm not sure how good Indiana or other places in the country. I've actually taken Stinks. a bus. And, wait a
1: I've actually taken a bus in Indianapolis. It wasn't that bad. <clears throat> what?
2: What? What? I have to know why you were on a bus in Indianapolis, Ben?
1: Because I was going from my hotel to that Civil War statue. And I, they just couldn't find a taxi for me at the hotel. And uh, the, the uh, doorman said, uh, "Just go out here and get on this bus, and in three or four minutes you'll be there." How many and years guess, ago
0: was this? Fifteen or twenty. Uh, that, that means thirty. So it doesn't really count. I thirty. So can you but, imagine? Can you imagine getting on a bus and Ben Stein is on the bus with you? But my, my <laughs> but my point being, Ben, we live in California, which has the worst uh, public transportation of probably all the major cities or states in this country. So that's not even an option, really, for many no, people. No, it isn't. No, it, is not. it, it, no, it so is not. People can't just say, I'm not going to drive today, Rob. I'm going to jump on the train or the bus. It, it There is, like, literally the routes are horrific. The, we have no grid system. Whoever built okay. our grid system was okay. obviously drunk.
1: Let's go back, though, to Democrat <laughs> policy about wrecking the uh fuel system in this country why did they have to immediately shut down the pipeline why did they have to immediately shut down fracking why did they have to do that immediately there was no measurable benefit to the air that uh, we americans breathe in our little lungs there was no measurable benefit to our children or our grandchildren we love our children and our grandchildren. We don't want to see them harmed by soot and other garbage in the air. But closing these, the pipeline and the fracking right away has no measurable benefit right away, not for a very, very long time. Why did we have to do it? Because we had to kiss the ass of the Elon Omars and the other Bolshevists who are running the Democratic Party. And why do they hate the oil company so much? It's not because of anything scientific. It's because they think of them as being the reactionary class enemy. How many of us have seen Nixon, the movie Nixon? I have. Okay. Jude, have you seen it? You should see it. It's not bad. Oliver Stone, not bad. Very talented man. Shows his implication that the people running this country are... Oil people. And I think a lot of Democrats actually think that. They go back to 140 years ago to the days of the Rockefellers and think that the Rockefellers are still running America. But are they wrong? And yet they're punishing everything touching oil. When did that end? 1911? Uh, I think you're pretty close to that. But the oil companies are. I would not say they're my best friends. I'm sure they wouldn't want me to be in their country club. But they really do an incredible job. And I don't know why we hate them. They do an incredibly good job. I
0: think Sunoco wants you to be part of their country club.
1: I don't think so. That's the Pew family. They're the most aristocratic of them Although I know,
0: although I just will say this, Hess had the best toy trucks. And her, their, their great granddaughter or something was a. You're
1: ahead of me at Barnard in right Columbia. She was really pretty.
0: That That's all that matters. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to The World According to Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to remember, remind everybody to please, please keep downloading the podcast. Also, subscribe to our channel on Rumble. Just go to Ben Stein, subscribe to it, and follow us. Also, you can find Rob Kendall every day on The Mock and Rob Show from 9 to noon on... WIBC BAM. He's the president of Conservative Talk Radio. Uh, you and, and and we're talking about a lot of stuff. We're talking about just absolute dereliction of power. I I, I heard somebody say it. I mean, I, I th- also thought about it. It truly is Trump derangement syndrome because his administration did such a good job with energy. His administration did a such gr- a good.
1: Why, do, why does why doesn't anyone in the Republican Party ever bring that up?
0: Because Ben. Don't, don't
1: say anything bad about the Republican Party. Let's
0: parties. go back to Nixon. They are not he, fit to be dog catchers. And and, 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 and they're... You said are, most and, of them are not. <laughs> most, most of them. Okay, so four of them. So we, we have four out of 204 that are... Uh, that are that, 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 oh, that, that <laughs> And but getting, but I want to get back to something I, that I found really interesting an interesting story this week because we, we've we haven't just the, the dereliction of you come up this cup, please. Of, the dereliction of duty isn't just in this area, it's all across the world. We our foreign policies and, and all of this stuff, and our
1: defense policy. <clears> holy <throat> smoke, are we in trouble? Oh my god, you have no idea the trouble we're in. Thank but, you but I w- oh
0: my god are we in trouble but i want to get into this thing what's going on in haiti first of all listen anybody nobody in america should be traveling to haiti nobody should have taken 17 people with children to to be missionaries in haiti okay that aside no matter what a woman's wearing she never deserves to be raped these seven 17- wait, 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 wait wait oh okay These 17 people didn't deserve to be they didn't deserve to be kidnapped even though they were idiots for going to haiti where we have absolutely where we've lost all forms ben of negotiation of getting people out and and it's just it's it's really frightening what's going on around the world i would not suggest americans travel anywhere
1: well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, there is one form of negotiation that works pretty much anywhere, and that's money. And I think that anyone who's kidnapped by the Haitians, the Haitian gangsters, can be rescued with money. Yeah, $17
0: million, Ben. That's what they're asking for.
1: So what? $17 million for the U.S. government is nothing. What, I, what I'm saying is what you, Judah and Friedman, have made an exactly correct point. Why should Americans go to third world countries at all? What's the point of it? Why are we doing it at all?
0: Now, that, that's exactly right, Rob. And as Trump called these places, shitholes. What are these people? Uh, listen, I feel bad for the people that are suffering in Haiti. But these 17 missionaries that went there, God's work, yeoman's work. Well, you shouldn't be going there. There's a lot of places right now, Rob, that Americans should not be traveling to. I have
2: never left the country, and I will never leave the country because I need to be somewhere with freedom of speech and the right to an attorney.
1: What about the right to a chocolate milkshake? Hey,
2: uh, do they have those in Haiti? I mean, you're... you're, I don't know.
0: No, but they have mud pie.
2: You're... You're right, though, Judy. You've got to use right now, especially with the condition of the world and who's in charge of our country and their inability to react or defend people properly and the world knows this, you got to be super careful about where you go and who you surround yourself with, especially when you're overseas.
0: Absolutely right. Let's go on to the next subject. And, Rob, it is important to get out a little bit of this country one day. Go go somewhere. Never. Right to an attorney, freedom of
2: speech, because I will always need both of those.
0: You you have those in certain places, Rob. I, 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 I promise you. So overnight, uh, 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 floods of immigrants have been flying to to cities across the United States of America uh, from, you know, from. But here's
1: from- the interesting part. My dear friend, Vladi. Oh, you're not Vladi. Vladi was the American. My dear friend Judah. Here's the interesting part. How come no Americans are emigrating to Cuba? Cubans come here. Well, we know, well, why ben, are no Americans emigrating
0: to Haiti? Well, we've discussed oh, that. But the, I the know, bigger, well,
1: why is that? Well, why, that is a form of mental illness to for, for even think that Americans would go to these shithole countries.
0: But to the bigger point, Ben. They we we uh, there's at least what a million and a half, close to a million and a half illegals that have come in the, in the past year. We know for sure. Yes, a million. yeah, sure. We sure, know, sure. when they say a million, it's it's like you multiply it by three, right? Okay. It, 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 so I'm guessing that 300 illegal immigrants, and they're literally flying them, obviously not getting vaccinated. Ben to cities like Jersey, to cities like New York, to cities like Florida, and I mean. What, what, what are citizens supposed to do? I mean, this is my question. These people that live in these blue states, are obviously not Florida, Ben, but like, what, what is going on?
1: Stupid, they're ill-informed, and they think they're showing moral rectitude. I have a very smart, incredibly beautiful, very tall friend, and she likes to use the phrase virtue signaling. These people think they are signaling that they have superior virtue to swine like me and because they want to take in Haitian immigrants. Okay, take them in. Fine. You have more virtue than I do. I don't want anyone in my family getting raped by some giant Haitian person. So maybe call me a bad guy. I'm not. I would like to protect my family.
0: And Rob that's a really important thing. You know, ben, you know something Ben brought up the other day and and where I was thinking about it and, I, and when he said it I thought it was a really good point. And I think it is. I just disagree with it now a little bit. Where where we we're, were talking about with the port and where Trump should go down to the ports and fix I the thought problem. I that was your idea. No, 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 no. But just uh, and 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 where where I believe 40 years ago truckers across the country, if they were forced into retirement or they were given or they were being laid off, they would have gotten back to work right away. They, they would they would be, you know, jumping at their truck door to get back on the road. Yes,
1: to, because I, they're patriots.
0: I'm not sure in the year 2020, that 21, that patriotism still exists in this country for people. That
1: arguing. is a very worrisome problem. That's a bigger problem Anything else we talk? Why are you standing there with your mouth hanging up like a fucking Leander's all?
2: Well, I was going to talk, but then you uh, okay, pounced, you, you pounced on it. the uh, the topic in question. But it's your and show. And just so your everybody
0: knows, they can't see. He's referring to Rob Kendall, not <laughs> Judah Friedman. But come on, Rob,
2: it, it, your name is on the billboard, so I guess you can talk whatever you want. Uh, that you're right. They've beaten patriotism out of people. They've been you know embedded in an, an entire generation. I'm 37. And they, from my generation heading basically forward, the public education system has embedded in people that America is an evil, awful, terrible place. And the idea of patriotism in many ways is a bad thing. And I also think that America doesn't have a leader that inspires the country right now. And that's a big part of
1: going above and beyond is being inspired. The idea of even considering Joe Biden as inspiring as a leader is absolutely hilarious i mean he is a very poor excuse for a kindergarten teacher for a kindergarten substitute teacher he's not an inspiring leader trump on his good days was an inspiring leader on his bad days he wasn't but on his good days he was we've got to find somebody else who is and not i i think they're out there i think for example mr cotton could be one i think for example uh, uh what's her, her name uh that the, the woman from louisiana could be one
0: uh you I, mean north I, dakota
1: no no the, the, louisiana i forget her name but it's, it'll come to me
0: chrissy anyway, nome
1: no 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 that's not no. doing yeah, it anyway i would love to see an america where we had people with vitality. Like, okay, but you them. see,
0: you raise a great, you see, here's the point. So let's look at the big Democrat picture. They have spent the past 50 years depatriotizing America. This, 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 this long game of theirs, Ben, you know, like how people always refer to the China long game as the hundred years. They've spent the past 50 years on a concerted effort to to, 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 to to ruin American exceptionalism, to ruin the idea of patriotism. And I don't know how many 60 year olds or 50 year olds at this point, because they've been so indoctrinated, have that patriotic spirit. Now, I yet-
1: agree a whole, 100%. And I, it's going on right now. I do a little experiment, Julian and, and Rob, and maybe you guys would like to try it yourselves sometime. I do all the shopping in the Stein family. I go do all, do all the banking in the Stein family. And, and when I go in and I, I, they say, How, how's your day going, Ben? I say, uh, it's going great. Every day I wake up in the United States of America, is a great day. How could it be anything but? It's the greatest country in the world. And they look at me like, what's he doing? And then when I leave, they say, okay, have a good day. I say, and God bless America. If they're over 60, They'll often say, you bet, God bless America. If they're under that,
0: no way, Jose. And you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great point, Rob. And he's bringing up a point where we're screwed because so many of the issues that are facing our country have to do with lack of patriotism, Rob. So many things that we are going to be facing have to do with a lack of patriotism. We shouldn't be in these messes that we're in but we are because I believe of lack of patriotism, Rob.
2: Yeah. And it goes back to something we've talked a lot about on the show, which is things like critical race theory, social, emotional learning,
1: which are... you smart, Rob, Rob, I like you a lot. And, and I think you're a very smart. I a good guy. What is social emotional learning? Well, it's basically
2: <laughs> a new way that they're, that it's the new term of what they're calling the stuff that is the blueprint of critical race theory. So you might, it's a, the the, so Indiana is a great example. They don't teach critical race theory in public schools. They teach critical race theory and call it social emotional learning. And so it's really the blueprint. It's the words, it's all the stuff. It's critical race theory basically by another name. And that's important because part of what this is 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 teaching and embedding in people that opinions that uh, you know uh, that america is not the greatest idea ever conceived by man that america is rooted in evil that america you know they don't teach that america has freed more people than in the history of the rest of the world combined that america has created more wealth than in the history of the rest of the world combined they they teach these young kids that America is a terrible place and you should feel terrible based on the color of your skin, even though you had nothing to do with the original sin itself.
1: Absolutely right. And I was just testing you to see whether you were a communist or not. But I will tell you this has been going on for a while. There's a high school out in the valley here in L.A. called Birmingham High School. And I sat in on the classes for a year at one particular class. Very, very good. Very fine teacher named Miss Cantor. Really, really, really excellent teacher. And she was working her best to be a good patriotic teacher. But they had given her a textbook that was very anti-American. And she was working her best to to get the kids educated properly. Anyway, she was a very good teacher and a very fine fine woman. But may I say, the book was teaching them Bolshevism. And this is true all over the country. Kids are learning to dislike America. This is crazy. Now, again, as I've said many times, I am as old almost as the two of you put together. Not quite, but almost. When I was a child, we were taught that America was the greatest thing. Since you missed it by bread.
0: that much. Okay. What? The combined age.
1: Oh, really? really? I, the, the, uh, I was taught that America was the greatest thing since sliced bread. What? Why did we stop teaching that? Because the communists in the school systems and in the universities started teaching communism because they were bitter, mean
0: people. And uh, you're, you're, you're exactly right. And I just want to, by the way, say to people that are on Rumble or listening later, we can't always see the rants during the show. So I get emails during the show. Josh, the patriot, thank you for your kind words about the show. And I want to bring up somebody that uh, a point that somebody brought up uh, in one of, the, one of the rants somebody made and 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 here's the thing when the let's go brandon chants... Uh-huh. what start, does that mean let's go brandon start happening in in Chicago when they start happening in New York I'll start getting a, a, a little more you know excited about it uh what, I, what, it, it's got to leave the the SEC okay it's got to leave NASCAR racing it's got to be picked up by the you know I want and I hear celtic fans
1: because the both of us And the media won't pick it up. And are playing along with the trick as if we're serious.
0: No, no, no. It's be they they can't hide it at this point. It's it's become it's the number one song on on the iTunes music chart. You're kidding? No. Uh, wow. uh, a, a black American who's very pro America came, you know, did like a ra- or did like a hip hop video to the Let's Go Brandage theme, and it's like the the number one trending song. So you never you never know what a it, it, how how a um, please and you never know how a uh, a chant and a meme can take us. You, you really don't know how, but when I start seeing it in the bigger cities, Rob, I'll be more excited about that.
2: Well, there's a lot of uh, passion for Brandon and a lot of passion (laughs) for the president right now. People are really upset. And again, it's, it's, and Ben can speak to this because Ben spent a lot of time in Washington It used to be that, yes, there were political differences or there were differences in ways of doing things or marginal tax rates, et cetera. But by and large, all those people in Washington still share shared the idea that America was the best, that we were the greatest. And they just disagreed on how to how to go about using those resources and showing that there's a whole bunch of people in Washington now that don't think America is the greatest or else.
1: That is so incredible to me. I did indeed grow up in Washington, D.C. I do indeed still have a home in Washington. I was just there, it seems to me, I may, was it, as of it last night, anyway, very recently. And uh, I was it last night, Judy No, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Okay, Sunday. You... And uh, the uh, people in Washington, old people like me, we still think America's the greatest thing. I went to a dinner of the American Spectator, a wonderful wonderful, wonderful magazine, the theamericanspectator.com, the greatest magazine ever. And we all think America's the greatest thing ever, but we're all, not all of us, but many of us are old. And, uh, but then there are young people there who think America's the greatest thing ever too. But they're being propagandized, Bolshevized all the time.
0: In certain segments. By
1: people who hate America. How can anyone be so sick? They hate America. And How this, can anyone be that sick?
0: You're right, and this goes to the point. Somebody brought up that at the Jets game, I wish it was not the Jets, but uh, Jet with
1: the wind in your hair and a thousand. And
0: pensions. and uh, and at the Jets game, they started uh, chanting, "Let's go, Brandon." So I heard that. That's funny. So, so you don't know where. Again, you do. And 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 remember, most of these college games that have eighty thousand people. The average age at these games is probably 20, max 25 years old. And I'm only saying 25 because the alumni really raises the age level, the age median at these games. But you have a lot of young people that are patriotic in this country. I I do believe, and I do believe that um, you, you, like I've said, the best thing that could have happened was was how, uh, letting the progressives show who they were before it was their time to be shown who they were. Had they had another four years to have their Manchurian candidate in there, Ben, these progressives would have been far more dangerous than they are right now.
1: I think that's a brilliant point. Wait, 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 wait.
0: Okay. Just showing his contempt for us. Please get back to my brilliant point.
1: Okay. I think, if I may respectfully say this, the people who are running this government are so confused and have their heads so far up their asses that they don't know what they're doing. They don't don't have a plan. They They just want to do as much damage as they can, as soon as they can, as fast as they can, and then go back to doing other things. I don't know what the other things are, but what are they doing? What goes through their minds? I grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland, a wonderful suburb of Washington, D.C. It was great. Yes, it is true. Occasionally people would drive by as I was walking home from school and say, get out of the way, you kike. I didn't like that. But it didn't happen very often. And I but I grew up next to a very, very a guy who became very, 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 very famous. Named for Karl Marx. And uh, but he's a great guy, and I loved him a lot. And he and I are still close friends. He's a great, great guy.
0: He's not um, a great guy. Yes, he is. He's and a he, friend of yours. But he's not a great guy to other people.
1: Well, he was a great friend to me. To anyway, you. So, okay. So, anyway, my point is somewhat different than what you're driving at. And that is, I look at him, he's a Jew. I'm a Jew. We're both Jews. The fucking Nazis tried to kill all of us, Jews. The Reds didn't kill all Jews, not by any means, but they killed a lot of Jews, and Stalin was planning his own Holocaust when he died, perhaps at the hands of Jewish physicians who gave him drugs, that gave him blood clots, thank God, and he died. But, let us ask ourselves, how could anyone who sees what Europe did to the Jews, how they treated us like dirt and tried to kill us all, and then we came to America And it's paradise. And we have the opportunity to work hard, go to school, study hard, and then have good lives, have golf courses and swimming pools. It's great. We are so blessed. We're so blessed. We're so blessed. We're so blessed. We're so blessed. Why don't we have a day of all blessing? Wifey and I, Wifey is a saint, a living, breathing saint. I've said that many times. Wifey and I are so...
0: I've never heard you say that. Ha-ha. Uh,
1: we pray and thank
0: God every day that we're Americans. There is no greater gift than being an American. You're completely right. Rob, is everything all right there? Yeah, I did let my dog back in. I, I figured it was an What animal kind of thing. dog is it? It's an English bulldog. Well, let's see it. Uh,
2: I, I, he's not... Uh, you want me to just bring him in yeah no I don't, I don't i don't i don't think that works that way ben yeah especially okay.
0: for people that are listening on the audio they're not going to really get the great visual of rob okay, holding of rob uh, holding his dog but ben, rob he raises there really is a, a point that, that ben is bringing that we, we we do live in the greatest country in the world or, or it, which is quickly on the on the downward trend still great
1: still great still again great.
0: you're right it's still great but if we're we're a hop skip and a jump from from losing from losing a lot of things rob the younger generation while they've been indoctrinated you know through movies or books or schooling obviously I do believe that there is hope with the younger generation when I watch those football games going on, and I hate to keep using football, but that's where you're seeing the chance or NASCAR races, the deplorable people, the people that don't matter, but who all join the army and join and, 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 and die to protect our country right, right from, exactly. from, the, from the great state of Alabama and all these different and Missouri and, and Alabama is a great place and, and all these great states, Rob. I do believe there's if Republicans could figure it out, and I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about Charlie Kirk, but I do believe there remind are remind me who pe- Charlie Kirk is, please. Uh, he runs uh, uh, one of these foundations that goes to college campuses, and uh, I I do believe Rob, there is a chance to get young people. So it was interesting. We played i I've gotten lots of young people.
2: We played a clip yesterday of one of these (laughs) man on the street. I forget which organization it was, but they were at a a Florida football game outside of a Florida football game. And they asked these these college kids at Florida about if they were for diversity quotas. And of course, they all across the board say, yeah, yeah, I'm for diversity quotas. Then they ask them, should there be diversity quotas on a sports team? or should the best players make the team and play? Well, of course, then they said, well, it should be the best players on the team should play because we want to win the football game. And when the the person asking the question spelled out to them, well, shouldn't business and school and everything else be just like a sports team? Wouldn't you want the best people on your business team? They all said, yeah, you know what? You're right. And we were pointing out that, Nobody, these kids had been, or college, so they'd been in you know school for a minimum of 13 years, and yet no one had thought and walked them through the, the thinking process even enough for them to draw the same comparison between those things. But when somebody finally draws it for them,
1: they go, yeah, you're right, diversity quoted, uh, that's stupid. Absolutely right, absolutely right, absolutely right. Absolutely. We need a whole nation of young people to go around and talk to other young people and say, uh, look, uh, why shouldn't everything in America be about who's best at it who, and who works hardest at it? And uh, I mean, cause otherwise it's just be Asians running everything. And, 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 but, and, uh, and,
0: and you're, you're right. And here's another thing that we've discussed many a time on the show and we this has to be part of the Republican platform. This, we you know, Rob's brought up, many people brought up, Republicans do the greatest job when they're not in the majority but when they're in the minority, they, they're fantastic at pointing out the flaws. Show your strengths. Stop using other people's flaws, Ben. And, and, and Republicans really could, 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 they can get into these places. It just takes work. Do, the, do your damn job, get to work, and start getting into schools, synagogues, anywhere you could possibly speak to young people. It just starts with one young person. Get that one young person, Ben, and start spreading the message. That's how, ben, that's how oh, grassroots starts.
1: I would like to do that. And that's what Young Americans of Freedom did. That's what the uh, people up there in Santa Barbara, just a uh, short drive up the coast from where I am here in Malibu right now, did. And it works extremely well. And we've got to do more of it. We have to tell young people that freedom (coughs) and free enterprise, those things are cool. Bolshevism, tying people's hands down, making people do uh, whatever's the slowest in in, in the herd instead of the fastest in the herd, that's wrong. Telling people they have to abide by the rules of the dopiest of the dopes Instead of the smartest and the coolest for the cool, that's wrong. We want to have an America where the best, or at least the ones who try hardest, win
0: exceptionally said well said uh before, sure. before we go to the sure. next topic sure. rob sure. ben and i were on the phone the other night and i was or no no we were in the car the other night and i was saying to him <laughs> we were talking about ho chi Minh, and we were talking about the fact that he was a french pastry a, an assistant pastry step in france yeah for chef, chef. no I, pastry chef or i mean he's a pastry chef You're a pastry baker, okay? Enough with these terms, pastry chef. Uh, But uh, we were talking about the fact, Rob, that he was like a fail, he was a failure. He was an absolute failure as a human. He was kicked out, I believe, out of Vietnam. But when communism came came in, he came back, and he became part of the ruling class. And my question to you is, Rob, do you think, how many people under the age of 40, and I really would love to know this, knows who Ho Chi Minh is?
2: Oh, almost none. But think about the the these dictators. Certainly, in the twentieth century, Hitler was an epic failure. Stalin was an epic failure. Ochi Ben,
1: epic epic failure. Joe
0: Biden was an epic failure.
1: I don't think Stalin was an epic failure. He was a criminal and a bank robber and a murderer and a rapist. So he was a criminal. But I mean, he wasn't unemployed like uh, like certain other people. So he was not. He, he, is it no? Uh, he. These people were bad, 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 morally bad people. Morally bad. It's kind of interesting. Your <laughs> humble servant, this fat old man you see before you with the ball, which will not be bald. You're, You're
0: pleasantly bald. plump, but go on. Well, God
1: bless you. So, God bless you. So. Um, this, I am a great student of the Civil War. A lot of it happened right around where I grew up. My best friend in childhood was a direct descendant of Robert E. Lee. That used to be prestige. Now it's embarrassing. Anyway, we think, and I think you would agree if you studied it, the people who led the South had the most distinguished records in terms of school and and success of any people in America, but they were backing slavery, a horrible, horrible thing, but they were distinguished people. So uh, what do we learn from that? We learned that even the smartest people can make terrible, terrible mistakes. What has to matter is a moral commitment. I said this the other day, and I'll say it again. I said this at the Americans Spectator dinner and I'll say it again. Robert Bartley. How many of us know who Robert Bartley was Judah? Come on. Mm-hmm. Do you know who he was, Bob, Bob? I do not. He was for a long time. The editorial page editor of the Wall Street Journal and a very smart guy. And a real super patriot, although he he had made certain other mistakes. but a great, great guy. And he used to see, he and I lived near each other in New York. And we used to take the same subway train to work, even though he was incomparably richer than I was. Incomparably. And he said, what is it that makes America great? It's that we have good people. It's not the fact that we have lots of minerals. It's not the fact that we have incredibly good vistas and views. It's that we have good people with good hearts. That's what young Americans have to learn. I've said this on this show before. I'll say it again. I'm sorry to bore you. I beg your pardon. I humbly kiss your feet to apologize for boring you. We freed the slaves. The slaves did not free themselves. We free. We white people freed the slaves. Nobody ever mentions that. Nobody ever says that. I, I,
0: I've agreed it's with incredibly you. incredibly, unbelievably I,
1: important. It's never happened before in all of human history. But somehow that gets totally lost. Yes, it's a moral disgrace. It's a humiliation. It's horrifying. That America had slavery for so long, horrifying. But when they were freed, it cost several maybe five, six hundred thousand white men's lives to do it. No other society has ever done anything like that. When will we ever get credit for that? And
0: I also want just to add to that point, uh, I believe we ended slavery quicker or faster than probably 99.9% of the rest of the civilization in our in, in the world, in most, in most civilization, in most well, civilization. Well, they
1: still have slavery. they still have slavery. That's my in, point. That's in my some p- countries in sub Saharan yeah, uh, Africa, yeah. And uh, they had a lot of slavery in the Arabian Peninsula, really, really, really. What lot. about
0: France and Europe? But they they were they
1: abolished slavery a long time ago, way before we did. But the uh, but way, way, way before we did. But in Russia, they had serfs until the mid nineteenth century. And in Russia, under Stalin, basically the whole country were slaves. In China under Mao Zedong, right, basically right. the whole country were slaves.
0: Right. If you're believing communism and in, in socialism, everybody is a slave. Yes. Uh, yes. Rob, yes. last point on this topic.
2: Well, uh, again, it comes back to the idea that America has, as we talked about earlier, freed more people, has created more wealth, has stood for more goodness, whether it was all the way from, you know, the the inception of the country to the Revolutionary or to the uh, Civil War, to World War II. Uh, The attempts, at least in Vietnam, even though it may not have actually succeeded, were at least n- noble on the surface, uh, you know we've always been a country littered with people who are willing to lay down their lives for the betterment of others of people they've they've Absolutely. never met.
1: Absolutely, look at, look at the United States of America. Except for territories, no states was not invaded, not even bombed by the Axis in World War II. Yes, of course there was Pearl Harbor, but that was not part of the United States. Then it was a territory owned by the United States, and yeah, we sent our whole young people to war. Do you realize there are something like 14 million Americans under arms in uniform during World War, World war II? World War II. My wife's father was an incredibly great war hero in World War II. You cannot imagine how many medals he won. My father, a mild-mannered economist, was in the Navy during World War II. Do we ever get any credit for it? No. But we are great, great people, as Bob Bartley said. This is what makes us the best country in the world. It's not that we have so much oil. It's not that we have so much graphite or whatever else we have. It's that we are good people with good hearts.
0: Well said, both of you. Can either of you name, I really want to get to this final topic because it's something Ben will enjoy and I've saved it for last so we don't get into trouble. Can I looked on
1: Weimaraner dogs.
0: Can either of you name the top food consumed after World War II? It's a treat. Rice. It's not Christmas. a food. It's, not, Rice it's Sorry. Rice Christmas. Ice ice cream.
1: I love ice
0: cream. Because ice cream. Americans were so were so committed to the cause, right? That we that we uh, what was rationed during the war and you know, certain dairy products and, certain, and, and there, was, there was so much rationing going on, but that was the patriotism that went on. And when World War II ended, I just think that's a really interesting thing that people need to remember and know is that at a certain point in our country, people, we didn't have, ice cream was a luxury because people were going off to die and fight for this great country and for people around the world. And
1: I'll tell you another thing about after the civil war The single largest item in the budget of the state of Mississippi, which had been the richest state in the Union before the Civil War, became the poorest afterwards and still is the poorest. The largest item in the budget was artificial limbs for Confederate veterans. Don't don't get me wrong. They were on the wrong side. Boy, were they ever on the wrong side. But this shows the commitment and bravery of these people. Mississippi has a lot of brave people.
0: I guess it's really funny. Something somebody said, said that one of the rants that doesn't go through, but it goes through to my email, wrote spam. Uh, th- that was the most consumed food after. <laughs> oh you know war. that
1: may be that, no it you know, wasn't that spam
0: mean, i think it was i think they were joking i, I i'm uh, not
1: sure that they were joking I, I, i'm not no spam was very very popular okay. It was spam,
0: spam and ice cream i don't know how
1: many I, I would like to just do a little personal thing how many of you have ever have ever seen the incredibly great movie starring clark gable you've probably never heard of called the hucksters the hucksters a huckster is an advertising man have you ever heard of that movie no. rob gendall rob gendall no never you know what a huckster is? Somebody's so, selling, so, so, selling
2: some some some
1: might say it's you, Ben. Who knows? No, no, it's somebody selling something. Somebody's selling something. But I, I used to be a huckster. Absolutely. You bet I did. You okay, but go on because I want okay. that one. last you, one okay. you were a shoe salesman, right, Ben? I was, I sold for a week. Clear eyes for a long for Hell a of a long time. I sold clear eyes forever. Anyway, it's stocks and all kinds of stuff. Anything that would make a buck. Anyway. You ain't eating ham if you ain't eating spam. That was the motto of spam. It's pretty good.
0: That is a very good motto. The last topic for tonight I really wanted to get into was New York City. New York City declared racism a public health crisis yesterday. Oh, please, please tell me a joke.
1: I'm not from the commissioner.
0: From the commissioner Dave O. Chokichi. I'm happy it's not David A. Friedman. It's Chokichi. We must confront racism as a public health crisis. The pandemic magnified inequities leading to suffering disproportionately borne by communities of color. But these inequities are not inevitable. Today is a historic day for the country's oldest Board of Health. That was yesterday in New York City. As on a daily basis, we are witnessing real racism in New York, which is black people attacking other black people and attacking black, uh, white people on the streets. That's real racism going on in New York City. Jews getting hit in the head with bricks. That's racism and anti-Semitism. Okay. That's racism and anti-Semitism, Ben. And
1: and also there are clubs, clubs, very fancy clubs that, uh, on the East side, and I imagine some on the West side that don't admit Jews to this day, uh, wouldn't even, I, I imagine they have some blacks, but probably not many, uh, that The idea that that's a public health crisis is so insane when we have a city with many, 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 many people with AIDS, many, many, many people with mental illness that makes them homeless. That's just crazy. I mean, there's that, that, this country has lost its mind. It really and, has lost its mind.
0: And Rob, this is where we come full circle on this type of story, that this is what... I like it, the
1: way Rob twists his head
0: like that. I like that. Ben, people that are listening can't see. Rob uh, has the amazing ability to twist his head. <laughs> but Rob, let's go full circle again. This is all an orchestrated plan, right? This is all... I mean, this is absolutely lunacy. This is absolutely fraudulent. It's. It, it, but again... It's pushing in motion for the younger generation to 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 further emasculate them in many in so many different ways. Well,
2: sure. And the and the uh, New York City Council, they may have already voted to do it. I know it was on their agenda as of Monday to take down the statue of Thomas Jefferson that had been there for. For over a hundred years, it was a hundred and eighty-year-old statue. Had been in in the in the in their halls for over a hundred years, and they w- were going to vote to take it down as a Monday. I don't know how the vote went, but this is what they do. They can't solve any real problems, so they invent problems and go look, 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 look at what we did.
1: We fixed something.
0: And you know, can I, I say but, something? Oh, sorry, Ben, because you're the historian. Uh, I just to... I
1: uh, grew up in the wonderful state of Maryland, and uh, still to this day, frequently go to the Eastern Shore of Chesapeake Bay. And there at the courthouse in Talbot County, a very beautiful county, there was until about 10 days ago, a statue to what are called, were called the Talbot boys, who are a young man from Talbot County, who, although the union, union compelled Maryland to not to secede, they went to, they crossed the Chesapeake Bay and fought with the, uh, with the secessionists against the union and tried to try to make the south into a separate country okay bad idea not a good thing secession bad slavery bad okay they had a statue to them somebody made them take it down and as my friend bob noah a very smart guy although he is very much of an overeater he is a very smart guy and he says something very funny he says oh well, this does it now there's nothing stopping black people from achieving everything white people have
0: achieved. Uh, uh, Crazy. But, uh, but I want to get to one thing because Rob brought up Jefferson and a lot of people love to knock on Jefferson. But Mr. I, Jefferson. But I believe that he kept her, keeping her as a slave kept her alive. I mean, they were in love, they were married, or whatever it was. The laws at that time, they couldn't do anything more. Like this, her being a slave. To, first of all, he would have freed her in a second, but uh, her life was far better living in those conditions. And, and 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 the future of her family, the 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 woman that they always accuse uh, Thomas Jefferson of uh, being in love with, whose name? Sally is it? Yeah, Sally Heming. Yes, uh, Sally it, Heming. It, it's it, it, they love to tell the story just in that little Ben. It's always that. That, that little needle, that little thread. They love to tell the story and never looking at the bigger picture. And that's really sums up the Democrats and what they've done to America.
1: Well, I'm sorry to say it also sums up love when it's just largely a power game. But anyway, uh, people moving out, people moving in, all because of the color of their skin. Run, 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 but you sure can't hide. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth vote for me and i'll tell you the truth run 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 but you're can hide that's my song
0: now, we're not done yet but the temptations they truly were visionaries god bless david ruffin uh, just an incredible they, they were amazing but uh i want to thank everybody that's been listening tonight or want everybody that's uh, downloading the podcast to go to our rumble page and subscribe to our channel I want to remind everybody to get our email benstein.substack.com, uh, and also follow Ben at spectator.org. It is he brought up American Spectator. Uh, go there, read the read the articles, uh, especially Ben's, and donate a few dollars if you can. And Rob Kendall, who you could hear him every day on from nine to noon. You could also download his podcast wherever podcasts are available of his of the Mock and Rob Show from nine to noon. On 93.1, bam, W-I-B-C, and also WeGrowHairIndy.com.
2: Bam, 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 bam. Ben, next time I am on, I will have a picture of my bulldog ready to go just for you.
1: I want to see the bulldog itself.
0: I agree with Ben, just so you know. You have one of those dogs that everybody wants to see. I've never met a person that says, I don't want to see a bulldog. That was the whole point in, like, the... The, the the wrestling group, the, the, the Davy Smith and the British Bulldogs. Yeah. British Bulldogs. Yeah. Everybody yeah, it, wants to see. His name is
2: Bruce. He's about 70 pounds. Bruce. He's awesome.
0: Don't bring me down, Bruce. And on that note, I want to thank everybody that's been listening tonight. We will see you Thursday night. Uh, God bless you. God bless America. Have a great night. you got to win a little,
1: lose a little. And always have the blues a little. That's the story of, that's the glory of love. Yes, you're way up on the top now and you want to be free. Why, you're ashamed, much too ashamed to admit you know a nobody like me. Well, darling, I guess it's best that we should part. But how soon, how soon? You forget the fine, fine, super fine things I did for you and X me out of your heart. That's it. That's it. That's it. Garnish.